Hey team, welcome back. I'm your host, Natalie, and on today's episode of Shield Maiden, I wanna talk about a video that I was recently sent last week by a friend of mine who's been on the podcast. His name's Ciro Dominguez, so shout out to Ciro. Um, he sends me this video and he goes, this happened in my town, not too far from me, check it out. And he talks about like, you know, it's a, it's a good reference for women and self-defense. And I click on it and it's an interview. It is a local news station interview about a woman being accosted at her like um, her apartment complex's little fitness facility. And she starts the interview off with like, you know, and you can tell that she's very healthy. She's in great shape. She's very pretty. And they mention that she is a, she's in a weightlifting and a bodybuilder, right? Now she's not like super jacked. She's very lean, very pretty. Like you, you can tell she works out, but I would not have pegged her as like a, a professional bodybuilder. Um, so in the video, it is a man, he's a 25 year old man. He's in slides, he's in a sweatshirt, he is got shorts on and he comes up to the, the door and she says that she recognizes him. She goes, I recognize him from around the, you know, around the neighborhood. I go, I open the door figuring he forgot his key card. You know, I just, I, I didn't think anything of it. I open the door and I go and I return back to my workout. And you see where she opens the door, doesn't even say hello, just goes back to the workout. He follows her around and you can see on the video where like <laughs> there was really no conversation had. He comes right up to her and he goes to grab her, right? And she backs off, it goes off camera for a quick second. But you can tell just, and there's no audio in this video. You can just tell because like there's a lot of movement, there's a lot of like hand gestures and stuff that she is not, she, she's not having it, right? And she lights up. She is, you know, she's trying to get past him. She's juking, she's jiving. She is, I mean, she starts to get tenacious. And he, at one point, he actually, you know, he's chasing her around the, the, the room or whatever. At one point, he actually grabs her by the legs, picks her up and takes her down in like a really crappy, weak double leg, but he gets it off. And we can tell throughout the, um, you know, throughout the video, it, you know, at least from my point of view, that she doesn't have a whole lot of technical experience in martial arts or self-defense. But in the interview, she states, she goes, she goes, look, I know, and, and it was all about her confidence in herself. She's like, I know that I am strong and I knew that I had to fight. She's like, I knew. And, and that, that mindset right there makes a huge difference of whether or not you're going to be a victim or a survivor. And she, she goes on in the video to punch this guy. She's trying to get away from him. She is pushing. She's trying to create space. She finally, she, he gets on top of her at one point after he does the takedown, he's trying to pin her and she is just not having it. She's bucking, she's moving. She's, you know, she's trying to wiggle out. And finally she's able to like, <laughs> to get out of there and get up and she gets past him and you see the fight leave him. Right. And and he loses a shoe, <laughs> he loses a sandal. She ends up getting past him and he doesn't 
like chase after her at that point. You can kind of just see where he gives up and he's like, you know what? The reward is not worth this punishment. All right. And, and that's what it is. Just, just making sure that they know, right? There, there's a saying that I was just, I just read about Carson Gracie and he says, make sure that the enemy knows, even if you're going to lose, that there was a price for this war, right? So don't allow the enemy to just get away with whatever. Make sure that they leave and, and they're not unscathed. And she was like, I had to fight. I knew I was strong. And that mindset, that confident mindset of being a survivor and not a victim made the difference. Had she not been like that, had she not been tenacious, had she not fought back, had she not been active, right? Like he would have done everything. And and let's face it, just watching that video, he wasn't going to grab her and then sit her down on the bench and have a conversation about politics, religion, and what's your sign. Like that was getting ready to get dark really quick. There's, there's no explanation. There's no rhyme or reason that he would ever need to grab her to control her like that. Unless he wanted to have his way with her. Like, like, you were either going to harm her for your own pleasure or you were going to sexually assault her. You're going to physically harm her or you're going to sexually harm her. And, and in either way, that's not okay. And I'm so glad that she was so fierce and she was like, not today, Mm -mm, not me, not today. And he's now behind bars, you know? If that had been someone else, and I, and I talk to my women all the time, I was like, you need to have a coming to Jesus talk with yourself and ask yourself, do you want to be a victim or a survivor? And then I have women who have already been assaulted, accosted, already have these horrible horror stories and they come in the gym with, and they want to make sure it never happens again. And I tell them, I was like, you know what? I'm so proud of you for doing this because this is only going to put you in the category of survivor and not victim, right? I was like, you know, we have to, we all experience bad things. We all experience bad things. Some experience absolute horrific things. And the only thing that we can do is either use it as a crutch or a stepping stone. And so, and and I talk to my, I, I talk to my ladies about my own personal experiences and and I go into detail and then I'm like, you, you cannot allow it to define you. You have to let it strengthen you, right? You can't have fear over it. You need to make sure that you are taking the steps, which taking a self-defense class is, is one of those steps into becoming a survivor and not a victim, right? You want to make sure that this doesn't happen again to you or others, and that's why you train martial arts. That's why you try to stay, you know, diligent. You try to make sure that you're you're visually trying to look out. And her, she was just trying to be a good person. God, she's just opening the door. I did that. You know, you'd be at the swimming pool and some, you know, some family's there and they forgot their key card. So you go open the door. I've been in the gym and, and you know, there you've got like a couple of people they want to come in and train. They forgot their key card. You open the door. You're just trying to be neighborly. And this person took advantage. And I'm very, very glad to say that they have been caught. They are behind bars right now. And I hope that she presses charges and they throw the book at this person because that should not be allowed, right? And 
I don't know his personal history. You know, you kind of, you look at him and you're like, maybe there's something wrong there. Cause you're thinking in your brain, you're like, he's 25 years old. Like, why would he need to do that? Like, what is going on where he thinks it's okay to try and physically assault someone in that manner? Like, did, where was his brain? Like, was he on drugs? Does he have a mental issue? Like, does he have, does he have something going on that we weren't aware of? Regardless though, I think in those kind of situations that you need to be very firm with the punishment so that they understand that it's a serious matter and it should never happen again. Right. Especially if we talk about jails being like reformatories and we want to reform the person and make them better. Um, then I think that the crime, you know, the punishment should match the crime. And he, the only reason that she came out of that, you know, relatively unscathed, like she, she probably felt like a million bucks. She probably felt so empowered because she was able to do that. Like she was strong enough. She was capable enough that she was able to overcome that and, and become that survivor, right? Like, and, and so I'm very glad that that's how the story ends but that's not how the story ends for a lot of other people. And so that's why I'm always so hell bent. And I, I, you know, if I have a woman who calls and they're like, Hey, I need self-defense. I am immediately like asking questions. I want to know what happened. I want to know what their, their lifestyle is like, what their job is like. Like if all of a sudden I had someone and I find out that they live in an apartment complex, I actually ask, I'm like, Hey, do you use your apartment complexes facilities? And if they tell me yes, well, then I'm like, when do you use them? Do you go with someone? Like, what are the safety precautions? Because this is a place where we can see an issue like this occur, right? Because it happens more often than you think. It happens at the swimming pools. It happens in the workout facilities. And that's why do you think they have cameras there? Right? If, if nothing ever bad happened, why would we need cameras? Why would they need cameras in that facility? You know, that means that someone did something there. Someone stole something from there. Something happened. That's why they have cameras, right? They don't have cameras pointing in the front of your porch, do they? No, right? But they have them in these common areas where things can get sketchy. And and so like, especially in the bathroom areas, like the... The one place that we lived at in the apartment complex, it was outside. The bathrooms were outside. So there was um, like it was viewed by, you know, like all around. So it wasn't like you could like hide in a hallway. I've been to some where like they're in hallways. Um, they're in, you know, they're inside the building. And so you actually have to go inside and go into a hallway and then go into the restroom. And that can be really, really sketchy and scary. And even in the swimming areas, I go everywhere with my kids. Like, I know this is about like women self-defense, but even to my children, like I don't let them go to the bathroom by themselves in a situation. Like if I can't see the bathroom and if it's not a one person stall and I've already kind of checked it out, right? I won't let, cause my youngest child is seven. And so I usually, it's, it's a, it's party. It's, it's the whole family. It's a, it's a family affair. We're all going to the restroom. We're all going to the potty. 
and and we do it like that because there is strength in numbers and so i talk to women i'm like look certain times of the day are going to be more safe if if you're single living alone if you don't have someone to work out with i don't want you to think that you can't work out right I don't want people to be so fearful that they can't go train because that's that's not how the world should be. But we do need to be mindful that there are bad people out there and life isn't hunky-dory and it's not all rainbows and butterflies. And so doing things that make sense is smart, right? So making sure that we're not going in the middle of the night, yeah, it's probably that's probably a smart idea. Um, making sure that we're not going later in the evening, you know, during the day, earlier part of the day where you've got lots of people there, lots of people coming and going in those community centers, a lot of times there's like the mailbox is also very close to there and the pool and the front desk where like, you know, people find out information about the apartment complex. Usually it's like in the same area. And so if we go there when it's busiest, we're safest, right? Because there are more eyes, there are more there's, there's less of a chance of someone taking the opportunity to commit a crime because again, that's what this was. He saw that she was alone. He saw that there was no one around. He took the opportunity to, to commit that crime because he thought it was an easy mark. He thought she was easy. He was like, I'm going to be able to come in here, you know, throw, throw myself on her and just get it done. Like I, I don't know what he thought. I don't know if like in his brain, he's like, this is a tryst and we're just going to, you know, go at it. Like, you know, she's going to see me and just immediately just be like swoon over my, my good looks or like, I don't know what he was thinking. I really don't like, he kind of looked like a hot mess, but also he was 25 and like, he didn't look like he was, uh, you know, like I, I didn't, I don't understand. Like, like you can't get a chick. Like, <laughs> Like, it didn't make sense. I was like, something's got to be going on. Maybe he's on drugs, like I stated earlier. Maybe he's not right in the head. You know, whatever the case is, maybe maybe that's his shtick. Like, maybe that's what he likes. But now he's going to be spending three to five. Like, so. <laughs> but anyway, this is why I'm so adamant about being prepared. Right? And she had no training. She just was, she had that, that really, really self-confident, like I'm not going to roll over and die attitude. And that's why she was able to get out of there. Right. And I, and I'm proud of her. I think good for you, but this is why I'm like, we need to be prepared. This is why women should at least take a self-defense class or two. They should at least make sure that they understand certain things. Um, in order to be more safe, right? Especially as a mom, like now I'm, I'm so much more aware than I was as a single, like uh, a single woman because you're young and you don't think anything bad can happen. You really don't. Like I remember getting in a car accident and feeling like, is this real? I remember getting punched in the face and being like, that didn't just happen. Like, and so you always think that bad stuff isn't going to happen to you, but Everybody goes through bad stuff. Everybody does. It's how we handle it. It's how we prepare ourselves to deal with those kinds of situations. And so this is just a conversation of me watching that video, my thoughts, my response to it. I'm super proud of that woman. You know, like 
go her. But again, if you're listening to this and you have a wife, you have, you know, daughters, you have nieces, your mom, like send them, of course it doesn't have to be mine, but send them somewhere that's reputable. And if they don't, if they just offer women's um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu classes or something, see if they offer a women's self-defense program. Like see if there's something that they can take for six to eight weeks. I offer the crash course and then I have the classes. I do offer like a five to six week course um, and it gets super duper involved, but I usually don't get as much interest in that one, but I definitely, or, you know, I'm constantly doing, I do at least a few a month of my women's self-defense classes and I just go over and over and over. And because I like to personalize the self-defense, I want to know where you live. Like if I had found out, like I stated earlier, that that woman lived in that facility, I immediately, we would have had a conversation about that, right? I'm, I'm like, where do you live? Oh, I live in an apartment complex. Okay, does this apartment complex have a community like fitness center? Do they have this, that, or the other? You know, what, what does parking look like at your facility? Uh, are you on the first level or the second level? What does your outdoor situation, like going into your home look like? Those are conversations that I have with my clients um, prior to us working in self-defense because there are certain things, you know, like if you, if it's inside a building, right? If everything is inside a building, then usually there's a little bit more, um, vetting done at the door, right? Cause you have to have a key to get in. You have to do this, but in like apartment complexes where everything is outside, there's no gate. You don't have to put in a key code. You can just get in and it's open. I lived in a community that was like this at apartment complex. It was open and all of the, you know, the, it was all outside. Everything was outside. So there was just more exposure and more risk. And we actually moved to the second, I I requested a second floor apartment because I was, I was like, even though I had young children at the time and I had to like go up and down with little kids on my hip all the time, uh, still, and I liked that the stairs were outside too, because my kids were little and I didn't want the stairs inside my home. Um, so We requested the second because I didn't, I've had peeping Toms. I've had people try to break in. So I, I don't mess with it. I'm like, no, I want second floor. So I know the only per, the only way someone's coming in is they're coming in through that front door or that back porch, which I've got locked at all times, right? Windows are locked. Everything is locked in my house, even on a second story apartment complex, because I've had, uh, uh, we were home and I know this is getting a little late, but we were home one time. And, um, and it was the middle of the night and someone starts banging on our door and my husband immediately, you know, like got the guys out there ranting. He's saying something, um, Paulo comes to the door and he goes, Hey, I think you've got the wrong house. Cause it sounded like he was looking for somebody. Right. And, uh, and it definitely wasn't us. And he's like, Hey, 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 I'm, I'm looking, you know, I know she's in there. And so my husband goes to the door. He tells him, he goes, there's no one in here by that. He goes, you need to walk away from my door now. And Paulo, um, you know, we, we, we believe in guns. And so of course my husband, he cocks the gun, clap, clap. The person heard it. And he says, sir, I'm going to ask you to walk away from my door and get away. This is not where you think I'm calling the police. 
And, and the guy, as soon as you heard the noise, right? Cause my husband made sure it was really loud and, um, which it's always really loud, but he made sure it was right by the door and he, he made sure that like he wasn't speaking. And when the guy wasn't speaking, he made sure to cock the gun and, uh, and next thing you know, <laughs> and there was no window like there, it was super dark outside. So we couldn't see through the peephole. The light wasn't working because of course this was a, it was one of those like kind of modest, lower, um, apartment complexes. Like, I don't want to say like, <laughs> you know, bad, but it definitely wasn't like creme de la creme and the light wasn't working. So we couldn't turn out the outside light. So we couldn't see. And there was just a tiny peephole. There was no window. Like there was none of that, which I'm glad because, you know, I didn't want someone attempting to break in through the window. Um, but you know, so we had to kind of just like listen by the door and hope that they had walked off. There was like in the kitchen area, there was a small window and I was able to go over there and like see, and the person had immediately walked to their car and left. But like that happens even on a second story. Could you imagine if we, if I had just been home and I opened the door, <laughs> what, what? You know, that could have been just so dangerous because I don't know if that guy's drunk. I don't know if he's on drugs. I don't know if he's not wired right in the head and he's going to come in and try to attack me because this is a crime of opportunity. You know, I might not have been his target, but I am now in his sights and now I have become his target. And so this is why it's very important to make sure we are always vigilant. We are always aware of what's going on. And if things do turn south, which unfortunately in today's world, we have to kind of have that more kind of jaded view set, right? Because I would rather be, I would rather be prepared than not. And I tell people, I was like, I'd rather be the hero than the jerk. Um, <laughs> you know, when I tell somebody something I'm like, Hey, look, I, give me a minute. Let me figure this out because I'd much rather you be happy than me tell you something and it be incorrect right? And then I look like a jerk. And I'm very much that way in my life where I'm like, you know what, I, I would, I would hate for this to happen. But I would hate it 10,000 times more if it happened and I wasn't prepared. And so, you know, don't allow the fact that you just didn't think it was going to happen to you. You just weren't prepared to do that. Do not let money be a factor. I promise if you call, if you open up your phone and you scroll and you're like self-defense near me and you call every single one of those people, right? And you tell them, Hey, this is my budget. I want to do self-defense. Ask them what they have. If they're a really good academy, they're probably going to have something in the books for you. Like, Hey, look, this is how much it costs. This is what we do. Um, and if not like, like talk to me, like, Hey, here's my budget. You know, of course, read reviews, make sure that you're going to someone legit, but here's my budget because I'm telling you right now that I have had women call me and they have told me, you know, they're in a domestic abuse situation. They're currently living in a shelter. This happened to them. They just, you know, they just got out of the hospital and, you know, it's crazy, crazy stories. And I'm like, all right, when can you come in? Right. And, and at that point for me personally, money is not a factor. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying everybody call me and give me a sob story, but I'm saying that they've had, there have been times where I have sponsored women. 
I have paid for their for their self defense class, um, and and I've done it. I've done it, you know, out of my own pocket. I've had them come in. I've made sure that they feel safe and secure at least a little bit more than they did prior to walking into my class. So I'm going to stop it there. Uh, you can tell that I can go all day with this kind of situation and scenario and, and story. So I appreciate you guys. I will catch you on the next one. Have a great day.